Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Let's go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. He usually joins us at 11 o'clock, but he was busy at 11, being part of the media crew for the Andrew Berry Press Conference. From the Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com, where you can read all of his work. He is Scott Petrak. Hello, Scott. Scott! Andrew Berry likes on, you. Fellas. Yeah, apparently more than Daryl. So I know. Did you and Daryl have to go in the hallway afterwards to discuss this or no? No, no Daryl's in a good mood to get in strike. Okay, good. Because if, if he was teed up for our podcast, I'd be it'd be over for me. I would just resign <laughs> right now. We we like Daryl, but we all like you more too, Scott. So there you go. Oh, thanks, fellas. Scott, Scott I like joke. you. I cannot. I must plead the fifth. Joke. On Those Darryl. are the thoughts of Jeff Phelps, and only Jeff Phelps. Joke. Do not represent the, any uh, Baskin or Dan Manigan at this time. Joke, but I Darryl. do like you too. <laughs> joke. All right. So this happens every year, and Andrew Andrew goes out, and then we get calls afterwards, and fans aren't happy with what was asked and what he said and everything else. Uh, what did you think of what he said today? Did we had a couple of things that jumped out at us, but I. I think time to talk about roster construction and everything else uh, today. Andrew wanted to make sure this wasn't the day. Yeah. I mean, you know, I would have loved if he had gone into more detail about the coaching staff, which was an area he said, they're going to wait to talk about it until it's all settled. Um, you know, roster construction, you know, I wanted to know if he plans to add more wide receivers and those kinds of things. Right. But it is a long off season. So I understand his approach. But I thought, I mean, I thought there was some good stuff there. I think you see Andrew opening up a lot more than he used to, um, you know, just from the standpoint of the long introduction and kind of giving some background to reasons to test stuff. And, you know, he's, you know, I'll share this with you. I'll share this with you. So I, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then to me, the biggest nuggets were about Joe Flacco and the backup quarterback situation and, um, planning to bring back Nick Chubb, which we figured, uh, but he was pretty strong about that. Did you get the same feeling that, that we got about Joe Flacco? Hey, this was great. We'd love to have him back, but don't count on it. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. Um, I've been kind of putting it at 20%, whether or not I thought Flacco would be back. Um, I did think Andrew saying we'd absolutely love to have Flacco back was 
pretty strong. Now he put in a couple, you know, a couple caveats with, you know, there's constraints on both sides of the aisle and he could get a better job. And, you know, compared to Jacoby Brissett, who obviously he left when they would have been okay with him coming back for more money and a better opportunity in Washington. So I think there's an acknowledgement that Flacco could get a better offer, whether it's money or, you know, you're not the solid number to write a chance to at least start, or you're backing up a young guy that could fail and you take over. So I think those opportunities could be out there for Flacco, but if they're not, then I think the door is open for a return. So I think it was a little more positive toward a Flacco return than maybe I would have thought um, originally. I like the fact that he said, you know, they're always, they consider the backup quarterback a top 30 spot on the roster. Um, I don't know if I've ever thought of it like that. You know, so you got your whatever twenty-two starters, and you got this guy and this guy, but that's pretty high. And he talked about how they were willing to pay Case Keenum, they were willing to pay Jacoby Brissett. Now the variable there is they didn't have Deshaun Watson and his huge salary cap number then, right? So are they still willing to pay high market for a backup quarterback? I think that remains to be seen. What do you think about the Nick Chubb comments? I thought it was interesting. He said, "You know, I just I hope that's not the I, I I don't want that to be the last time we saw Nick Chubb in a Browns uniform." I thought that was interesting. He said that, and just his thought. I mean, he's expensive next year, so I, I just I'm curious what he thinks. Yeah, okay. He acknowledged that they're going to have to work through some things, right? right. Nick Chubb is not going to play next year for what is it, twelve or fourteen, whatever, however many million dollars it is that it's the last year on his contract. Um, He's not going to pay play for that next year. And the Browns aren't going to pay him that. So they're going to have to figure that out. But I, I thought that statement from Barry was pretty revealing, that nobody wants that to be the last image of Nick Chubb. And right. that's a harsh reality. But, and, you know, I think they're going to do everything they can. And that's what Andrew Barry said, was is to bring him back. And that makes sense. And unless, you know, Chubb has some – you know, really strict contract ideas, right? Is, hey, I need to get this much money and I'm not going to restructure or whatever it would be. And he doesn't have a ton of leverage coming off this injury and nobody knows if he's going to be able to come back. Uh, I feel like they should be able to get something done. I think the Browns appreciate everything Chubb's done and the role he has and the place he has with this fan base that um, there's going to be enough leeway there to get something done that at least ensures Chubb comes back for at least 2024, if not the possibility for it to be a longer-term deal. Scott, if everything goes perfectly for Nick Chubb, is he back by midseason next year? I mean, they've been really vague about that, Jeff, yeah. but, you know, that seems to be, you know, I mean, yeah, November-ish, you know, maybe he comes back, you know, in a perfect world to get him back fresh for some kind of playoff run. But this is really an injury that, is above and beyond the scope that we're normal that we're used to, right? It took two surgeries. It's multiple ligament tears. It's other damage inside the knee. And what gives you, you know, I think what gives the Browns hope is that it's Nick Chubb, and he works incredibly hard. He's already come back from a devastating injury to the same knee when he was in college. Now you can look at that, I think, as a positive and a negative. Um, so that there's just too many questions and they can't go into next season, in my opinion, expecting Nick Chubb to be Nick Chubb, expecting Nick Chubb to give you anything. I think it's a bonus if he does, but you still want him on your roster. Right? You still want him on your team. You still have the hope that he does come back at some point and looks like the Nick Chubb you're used to. 
we picked a bad day to have a bad day. You know, that wasn't the first time we heard about the Houston loss in that light. I, I just Kevin said that though. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying yeah. that wasn't the first time we heard it. Oh. Yeah. Um. I just, I, if I'm a fan, I don't know if I want to hear that, man. I want to hear, you know, what happened, why did it happen, and how are you going to prove to me this is never going to happen again? Because that that shouldn't have happened. I, the more I think about it, and I just, I, I just, I'm so, I, yes, I get, like, I even get the pick sixes, the back to back on that. Like, you know, you know, Joe's going to throw a couple of interceptions. You're just not praying they're not pick sixes. But I, I, I don't, I don't. I thought it was interesting that he said that, and I wonder how that comes off to the fans. That's. Because I don't know if that play is awesome. Yeah, I think that's a great point, Andy. And I had the same kind of thoughts. It it feels a little dismissive mm-hmm. of what was a terrible loss to end what was a really surprising and, I think, joyful and overachieving season with everything that happened. Now, I, I get that if you're Andrew Barry or people within the organization, you look at 11-6 and six and how they got to 11-6 and six and you think the future is bright. And that supersedes what happened in Houston. Um, but you can't just, I, I don't think, you can just dismiss it as pick the bad day to have a bad day. That, that, it feels a little um, downplaying it a little too much to me. Now, I understand what they say. And Andrew did talk about later how, you know, the loss is the loss and it's devastating. And, you know, he took, when he was talking about Joe Batoni and Wyatt Teller playing through their injuries late in that game, he said, you know, the loss is what's going to stick with me the most, and they're motivated by it. So I think he tried to balance that. But just that line in itself, um, you know, I thought when Kevin said it after the game, it's like, okay, I I get it. And I think that's probably how they feel, right? That if they played Houston nine more times, that they they probably think they'd beat Houston, whatever, six out of nine, seven out of nine, whatever that number is. And the things just didn't go their way that day. But I I think if you're a fan – it probably still stings. You know, you're watching playoff football continue for other teams, including, you know, one of your biggest rivals. And that phrase, and, you know, he talked for 40 minutes, so I don't want to spend too much time on the right. one sentence. But I, I agree with you that that probably doesn't sit well for fans still traumatized by that loss. Scott Petrak joining us, brownzone.com, where you can read Scott's coverage of the Cleveland Browns for the Chronicle Telegram. Did, uh, is there any doubt that Kevin Stefanski gets a contract extension after Andrew saying uh, we're in good hands there for the foreseeable future? No, and I don't think there was a head of, you know, before that. I agree. And, I mean, he's not the final guy making that decision, right? I know that he's a GM and he's Kevin's boss, and I know he has big say in that. But that's a Haslam decision, right? Who are they paying their money to? Um, who gets the extensions? And I think it's a little difficult for Andrew to talk about because Andrew's going to get an extension too, right? I think they're both getting extensions. Uh, they'll probably be the same number of years, right, in lockstep. So, but I was, I thought it was interesting, not how glowingly he talked about Kevin because he's done that in the past, but the fact that he said Kevin still has a really high ceiling. Um, I don't know if I've ever thought about it in terms like that. You know, Kevin's a mature guy. He's been here for four years, but he's still a young coach. It has only been four years. So I, I thought that was interesting how Andrew phrased it, and I've no doubt that those both those guys will get extensions. And you know, I'd be surprised if it doesn't happen. You know, within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't. I'm just trying to. Uh, I'm trying to just you know draw a big picture on the outside of this old press conference. It's, it's interesting, Scott, that we've like 
We've got, and maybe you can just give me a little bit more perspective because we got a bunch of phone calls that were like people like, hey, they didn't ask this. Or they didn't. I'm like, they asked it. It's just, it's, you know, you don't have to be argumentative when you're talking to a general manager about not saying, hey, you've got to be responsible for this and you've got to be able to say that. I, I don't, I, can you just kind of give background to some of the people that are listening to like what goes through your mind when you walk into a press conference like this and the questions you're going to ask? Yeah, I mean, I'd be. I'd be curious exactly what's spe- or what specifically people wanted to ask because I, I did think so. That's I, I did. So every of- time somebody said that to us, Scott, I said, "What's the question?" And I thought there was one interesting one that said, "What's the gap? What's the gap between you and the Ravens and the way that they were able to handle Houston and the way that we weren't able yeah. to?" That, I thought that was that was fair. I thought it was a fair point. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I don't think you would have answered it. Um, I don't think you would. Daryl asked him. I mean, Daryl asked him about how far he – I think he asked him how, what he thought the gap was between the Browns and getting to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And he said, we evaluate that internally, but we're not going to talk about it. So that's along those same lines. Sure. Um, but, yeah, to answer your question, Andy, you know, I go in, I have a list of about 12 things, that topics that I'd like to get to. I thought most of them either were addressed or – the way Andrew was answering questions wasn't going to talk about, right? I, I was going to ask him about the receiving core and if they thought they had enough and if, if that was a priority. But he already said that that's more of a combine question when somebody asks general roster questions. True. So if you're not going to get an answer, I don't want to waste a question on something I know that's going to get an answer. Well, I would have liked to hear more about the coaching staff. But, again, he pushed that down the road. And, you know, I, I know the fans like the idea of asking argumentative questions, and I think there's time and place for that. Um, but it often doesn't lead to – it might lead to a good soundbite, but it often doesn't lead to getting the information you're looking for, right? And I don't think that's often the way to go with those kind of questions. So, I mean, I, like I said, I thought he was pretty open. I thought we hit some big points, Flacco and Charb, and there's Deshaun Watson talk and big picture stuff. I mean, he talked about wanting to host a playoff game, right, and how important that was and how – Every, he's going to be motivated to go to everything he does in the offseason. He's going to be motivated to get to the Super Bowl because guys like Joe Batonio and Wyatt Teller are playing through their injuries, and that motivates him. So I thought there were enough things there um, that I really didn't come out of there going, man, I wish he had talked about this, that, and the other. Sure. Scott, thanks for answering that because I think that that's – I mean, when, when I hear the criticism, at, at least you just gave fans the opportunity to hear what goes through your mind. So I appreciate that answer, Christina. Scott, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, man. Scott Petrak, fresh off the Andrew Berry press conference and on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. You missed that interview? Go back and listen to it. The Odyssey app, 92.3thefan.com, Baskin and Phelps. Uh, I'm Jeff Phelps. He's Andy Baskin. By the way, tomorrow morning, New Guardians manager Stephen Vogt is going to be on with the morning guys. All right. 8.30. I saw him hit the grounders this weekend. The kids, the oh, wiffle balls. My God, I hope he's better than that. Guards Fest. How was Guards Fest? Anybody go? Hey, Steven. You, go? you didn't go, did can you? Can you do more than hit ground balls to kids? Yes. Did you go to Guards Fest? I was not there, no. Okay. I'm anxious. I'm, I'm, I'm really anxious to start talking some Guardians. That won't be today. I, I see snow <laughs> on the ground, and I'm nowhere near baseball. That so. won't be today. How long of an extension would you give Kevin Stefanski? If you're Andrew Barry and the Haslam's, and how long of an extension would you give Andrew Barry if you're the Haslam's? Is two years enough? 
Well, Barry seems to be on a ten-year plan, so I'm okay. I look if they like what he's doing, and the, you know they felt like when they made the decision to get Deshaun Watson, it was a ten-year plan. You might as well see that all the way through, right? If you feel like they did a good job this year, uh, I'm, not oh, really? gi- because I'm not giving him five. You are giving him five, or you're not no, more no, or less. Less. You're giving him less than five. I'm giving. So you're each- going with the average mean that I looked up earlier today. I'm giving. I would give each guy a. If they would take it now. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay. I mean, this is, if you're Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski, you probably think you're in a position of strength after an 11-6 season where you juggled your roster and you coached the heck out of it. I think they both did a really nice job this year. I would think, but they're both under contract for one more year, I believe. Add two to that, that gives them three years. Is that enough? If I'm the Haslam's, that's what I would try to do because things are things change in the NFL so quickly. And if you've got a coach with three years on his contract, okay, that's that's good. If you have a GM with three years on his contract, that's good. You might, if you wanted to push it to four, Okay, that's just you writing a check if you let him go. But pushing it to five, that that'd be a big check to write. If if you decide to go in a different direction, south. Okay, so let me let me ask you this question: Do you think the Haslam's think like other owners? Uh, yeah. You do? Not all other owners. And a lot of these folks have so much cash that they don't care. I mean, they can they can they care. You have to, otherwise, you don't have all that cash. Okay. But writing a check to say bye-bye to somebody who you've moved on from is not that big of a deal. 
I just I wonder because there. Are, I mean, obviously the Watson thing contract made me think maybe the Haslam's don't. I I, I don't. When it comes to spending money, I've never questioned the Haslam's oh, at all. Heavens, they're they're no. what you want in no. an ownership group. But you know, a part of it is if you if you think it will take an additional three years on top of the one that's already there, you could do that. That would give put each guy under contract for next season and three more. That's four years. Mm-hmm. That's significant. That's a significant extension. Um, I, 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 I don't know that they could get away with just a two-year extension to each guy making it under contract for three. But if you're – so let's just say I, – I would say on any given head coach, it's not about who Kevin Stefanski is or what his last name is. I don't know that I'm giving anything more than a two-year extension right now. I mean, he's not Bill Belichick, right? Even Bill mm-hmm. isn't Bill right now. And Correct. so he's not Andy Reid. He's he's Kevin Stefanski, still still managing the waters and trying to figure out where land is on the other side. And I think that's fair. With, with a track record – that is pretty good, but not overwhelming. He put the boat in the right direction a couple sure times, did. and that's really and he was able to keep the boat together when it looked like it was falling apart. So do sure. you? So you think the coach and the GM should say, "Great, two additional years onto what we have is is fine," or do you think they'd want more? Can, do we know how much longer Paul DePodesta's contract is? It's perpetual. It never ends. It never ends. Okay, good. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Paul um, gets a five-year extension at the end of every year, so I think it's up to 40 years now. Oh, good. I can't <laughs> wait. It's all just a joke there, folks. Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> I think um, I, I think two years is very fair for Kevin at this point because he's a head coach in the NFL. It's what the market dictates on that. And I, I – I, I'm I'm very hesitant on anything more than two years. I'm just hesitant on it, and I don't care who it is. Again, it's not about the last name; it's about the position. Um, I think for a general manager, though, in that position, if you feel like they are where they are because of your general manager and because he's done a good job and because you believe he's got a future, I could go four or three with with my general manager. You know, sometimes people call the show and they give us some name. Mm-hmm. If if I'm going to use this name for this guy, he's got to start calling on a regular basis. Ohio's Yahoo is in Parma. Hello, Yahoo. Hey. What do you got there, Yahoo? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. It's actually Ohio's Wahoo. Oh, um, Wahoo. Oh. <laughs> That's still pretty Hiram, good. Ohio. I'll give you that. It's still good. Yeah, I'm, call, I'm calling from Hiram. I uh, appreciate the shout out there, though. But yeah, I was just calling to give props. Wait, wait, to, wait a uh, minute. Scott You're Hester. calling from Hiram? Yes, sir. Jake, what what were you doing? Jake wrote Ohio's Yahoo from Parma. I threw him off with the Twitter handle for oh. sure. You did a good job, Jake. Jake's the best. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, yeah, I, the reason I was calling, I was just calling to give props to Scott Petrick on that whole uh, media correspondence and the, the breakdown of how he forms his questions and everything. I thought that was awesome. And, uh, you know, coming out of the press conference today, I was really excited to hear that Deshaun's on track to come back. And it sounds like it sounds like he may even be ahead of schedule. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of negativity in the national media surrounding him right now, but the reality is he's not even a top ten paid quarterback next year, and he beat Baltimore in Baltimore. I mean, I don't know. That's all I got to say. Go Browns. Thank you. All right, Ohio's Wahoo in Hiram. There it is. That's better. 
There you go. What do you think it would, what kind of a message would it send to the fan base, to the team, to everybody, if Stefanski and Barry received a four-year extension on top of the year they have, and so they basically had another five years? Would that be would that be something good? If they had a playoff win this year, I would I could see it. Yeah. By not winning in the playoffs this year and by the fashion that they lost this year. But but they had the fans would say, Oh man, here we go again. But they had so many. They're guys gonna be out. paying for a head coach and a general manager when they're not here anymore. You had a fourth string quarterback. They're gonna be Dave Justice and who's not Money really Ball. fourth string, but you know, your fourth starting quarterback. Let's put it that way for Joe. Sure. Well, you you think that would be a bad no I, a bad I thing to say to your fan base that we trust these guys for another five? I think it would be a, I think it would be a, it would be a really bold statement that I don't know is necessary right now. I don't think they have to do that right now. I don't think any of the parties should want to do that. I, I I'm if I'm Kevin Stefanski, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know, man. What if things go sideways? Yep. What what happens if? They decide they don't want Andrew anymore. Or they're not all on the same page. Or I, I don't think there's anything wrong with two a lot years. To so. be said for guaranteed big bucks, could be more money for them somewhere else. You know, you got to know your own value out in the market. I think Andrew's value is is that's why I'm also willing to give him Andrew, more years. Andrew's value would be pretty high, I would think. Mm-hmm. People would look at what happened this year with all the injuries and that they had a roster that was able to compete. I think Andrew's stock is probably higher than Kevin's. And I think Kevin's is pretty good. If if for any reason, if Kev, if Kevin were a free agent right now and were able to go out, he'd be a head coach of a team next year. And Andrew Barry would be the GM of a team next year. I don't know. Would Kevin be the head coach of a team next year? That's yeah. A lot of times I we see these would. guys. But look at the coaches who are out there and tell me if you think – is he getting a job before what Dan Quinn? Is he getting a job before Mike Vrabel? Is he getting a job before some of the other available candidates? Up? Well, the other available candidates, for the most part, Bill are, are guys who have been there as coordinators and not made the jump as a head coach. Kevin's gone to the playoffs two times in four years for an organization that hadn't been there in forever. And I'm just saying, on on the open market, he would have a job. Somebody would hire him hmm. and give him five years. I, I'm i trying to think of Andrew and just even simple moves that he made throughout the season to, you know, you know bring Flacco in, gave him the opportunity to be there. Um, Dare we say brought bringing in P.J. Hopkins Walker? In, well, bringing Hopkins in was a – I a mean, at the time, move. yeah. I mean, you Hopkins was – your mistake on Cage York and you traded for a kicker. I mean, Hopkins may have – Got him another year on a contract. Let's be honest. Maybe. 216-474-0092. You okay with the contract ex- extensions, folks, that we're sure are on the way? It's Baskin and Phelps here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.